Hello and welcome to perhaps maybe a fancier battle of podcasts. It's really amazing technology. <laughs> we'll see where we get from there. <laughs> Let's talk about Lean More. Okay. And <laughs> and how uh, an article that she wrote talking more about her podcast, which was Tinder Live. It's a live show. It's not a podcast. Oh, I thought it was both. Nope. Oh, all right then. Tinder Live. Lane Moore is a comedian and a singer and a bunch of other things, and she spends a lot of time on these dating apps, and so she decided to create a comedy show based off of it, which, I mean, feels appropriate to me just because Tinder is fucking a comedy. Anyway. <laughs> comedy of errors. We talked about um, Tinder in our last podcast, see episode 18, Swiper No Swiping. I figured that it would be kind of fun to kind of keep going with that and just, you know, talk more about Tinder and dudes on Tinder. So she just wrote this article for The Guardian about what she's learned about men through Tinder. And it's actually relatively hopeful, almost. Well, we've read her book, and she's a hopeful, romantic everything. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me at all. No, it was really interesting, though. But also, she was... Honest about the fact that, like, guys basically are happy to have a pool of ladies that they think want to fuck them. Yep. And women don't necessarily think that same way when they're on Tinder. They're not, you know, thinking, like, I would totally fuck this guy, so let me swipe. So that was And maybe some are. But I said not all. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was an interesting article. Kind of came up with, a, what was it, five different things that uh, they they pretty much learned? Well, I think it's. More than five. It was the five things you should stop doing on Twitter, on Tinder. Oh, okay. That she had as well, which is good for all of us. It looks like there were six main things that she's learned, and yeah. then there were five things to, to remember about it as well. Mm-hmm. So one of them was talking about um, that they don't want to be pen pals, but they also don't want to meet. That seemed weird to me, because I would think they'd want to meet just because they want to have sex. Well, and that's what I think the point was, is that the fact that I think in Lane's mind... They don't just want to be pen pals. Right. I think in Lane's mind, it was like, to her, before she meets someone, she's like, are you worth my investment? Which mm-hmm. I totally get, because when I was dating, it was one of those situations of like, this is a lot of time and effort yeah. to get into this. So I want to know whether or not my getting money together and getting, you know, a little it's bit more it. dressed up mm-hmm. and all that is worth the time. Sure. Whereas most men, I think, it's not necessarily a want to fuck situation. I think it's just more of like maybe generally speaking, they don't know how to communicate well. And most so likely. to them, they're just like, hey, I like you. Let's just move to this point where we already meet versus well, wait, let's just having a conversation to know whether or not it's worth sure. going to meet. I guess one day we'll have to get an actual man here and ask them these things. <laughs> an actual since, man instead of our gay. We don't, right. I mean, no, <laughs> they're men, but in a different way, they go about life and have a different mm. philosophy about it than, you know, a straight man would. So that's, we should just get a straight man here one day and ask him what that's like. <laughs> like, what the hell? Sad we don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Most of them are already in relationships and mm-hmm. have been in relationships for a long time, though. Yeah. So I guarantee if we ask them, they'd be like, I don't even know what the dating is like right now. Exactly. So I've been with so. my partner since high school. <laughs> the other one is that they might uh, want casual sex but aren't willing to admit it, which I think yes and no. I feel like after watching that 
documentary last time that that's a big fat no. Like, I think they're very clear about the fact that they want everybody to have knows. Sex. Yeah, everybody knows that Tinder is a hookup app. I would think so. And the only way to know that it's not a hookup app is by stating in your profile. <laughs> Otherwise, but really, does that looking really even for a matter at certain points in time? I mean, it's nice that people are honest about it, but then are they even really being honest? Because again, back to that documentary. Some of these guys were like, yeah, I would just say that, but, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> I really am not into that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, that's hard to say. I I just wonder if it's age-specific. I mean, no offense that she did also mention about age in here as well, but, like, is it just, like... How old is she again? Is she 25 or is she like closer to my age? I want to say she's probably about your age. I thought she was 30 from I the book. I can't find her age. I... I tried to Google it, and it's not available on the Googles, hmm. so... She might be 27. Seven? Yeah. 26, 27. I mean, she's accomplished a lot since. Quite a bit, yeah. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also said they, they seem super interested, then they ignore you, which I think, yes. Well, yes. I think yes. that's just normal no matter what mm-hmm. you do, even if there that weren't was, a dating. Regardless of Tinder, that's pretty much what used to happen <laughs> back in my time as well. It's a, it's a very, <laughs> hey, we want to do this thing. Uh, also, nah, don't worry about it. Right, I'll call you one of these days. I always think I'll leave you a voicemail. I always think of Clueless when Cher is dating that one boy who she finds out is gay. She said, Christian said that he would call me mm-hmm. back, but usually boy time that means Right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm, imagine my surprise when he called me the next day and I was like, Oh uh, Yeah, because you know, he wants none of your lady parts, lady. He probably wants to go in your closet. Probably. Second to last one was that they either really love online dating or they really hate it. And I think that's just, I think that's everybody. You either really like it or you hate it. I don't think there's anyone who's like, oh. like everybody I feel has strong opinions about online May, dating. Yeah, I guess. Well, we do. <laughs> well, I, I just don't know anybody who's not using online dating who doesn't have strong feelings about it. And I've I think. I've never met anybody who's loved it. Like, I really love just, you know, randomly meeting ridiculous people and then being done. Unless, you know, I've, I, I have never met anybody who's been a champion of it. In that way. I would assume everyone should be a champion as much as people use it. <laughs> if you hate it so much, why are you using it? Because they're trying to find love, damn it. How else are they going to do it? <laughs> maybe. Maybe true. You can't pick anybody up at a bar. That's just gross. Now, this one is true. There is no magic age where men suddenly become perfect. Amen. It's always a growth thing. and It depends. But I still kind of, being older, would not go for a 20 20- three-year-old person, I just feel like that's wrong. I know someone who pretty much exclusively dates older men, usually like seven to ten years her senior, Mm -hmm. after a previous relationship decided, nope, I am now going to date younger men. Let's see what that's like. And so she went on a date, I think, like a 23-year-old, and then she was just like, (sighs) it was just so much like it was just so and I'm like well because you're in completely different stages of your life like it's more it's kind of reminds me more of you need to have if you're if you're younger and you date older people it's usually because you have a different type of outlook on life or a little more perception to be able to make that connection of where you are because I don't think so you're giving older people too much credit well, and I, I just think that there's a generational gap in general. Like there's uh, – when I hang around, there's a woman that I usually walk around at the dog park with and she's in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And she's very – she tries to keep up with things, but it's harder to keep up when you're not 
using the technology, when you're not using that kind of stuff. And that just doesn't allow you to the insight into a younger person's mind if you're not keeping up with the news. What's going on on Twitter? What's doing? And I've already noticed that too. Like, fuck if I know Snapchat. <laughs> well, it's one thing we haven't done for at least this podcast. <laughs> and, you know, it's really just for nudes. So that's, that's not true. Gonna happen. But you've dated, I'd say, a lot more than I do. So what's your thought? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I always had the rule of I would never date anybody as young as my, well, he's not my youngest cousin anymore, my oldest baby cousin. So he's what now, 28, 29? So I, at least. And he's cute. Well, they're all cute. I know. Um, but I love that him. Like, he's so talented. Different one. Oh, different cousin. Oh, you're talking about the other cousin. Yes. My okay. My oldest baby cousin. Okay. Um, so he's going to be close to 30 or if not 30 this year something so that's my rule it's like no if you are that's that's probably as low as i would go and i feel like that's low that's low that's about my age yeah that's why no (laughs) i will say though that when they something that she mentioned in there was talking more about age and I think from a different perspective of there is no magic age when men suddenly become perfect, you also kind of have to understand and realize, too, that people have different definitions of perfect. Like what is perfect for you, Tamu, probably wouldn't be perfect what for me. Might be right for you, <laughs> may not be right for some. I get it. <laughs> so there's that as well. Like when you think about I mean, you see this in movies and television shows all the time of the, I worked so hard in that relationship for so long, they let that person go, and then they get frustrated and jealous because they start dating someone else, and they're like, and all of a sudden, all my hard work goes towards that other bitch, like, enjoying my man. But is it that, or is it they finally decided to start growing up, and now it's perfect for that other person? Some people just, I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird combo. I think that, you know, what was, I forget the show... Was it Sex in the City where they were talking about the light being on? Like the taxi cab light for a guy, like all of a sudden his light just turns on and oh, then yeah. that's what happens, right? So it could just be maybe they have some weird biological clock thing that's like, okay, well, I guess I got to settle down and you're the one. So <laughs> I think it was because that was with um, Charlotte and Trey's Yeah, that makes story sense. Because line. of the fact that she literally knocked well, into him. Not only that, but just in general, the fact that all of a sudden he decided that it's time for him to get married. Right. When he's been a perennial bachelor all this time. And And the last thing, leaving on that positive (laughs) note, was good men do exist on dating apps. I did not mean to laugh at that, like, (laughs) so loud. But it, I mean, I think that's a given. Like, (laughs) I... Sure. I think that, again, um, I mean... I consider myself to be a good person, but I know I got shitty things that I do sometimes. And I know that I've ghosted guys before because it turns to a point where I'm like, I just don't want to have that conversation again. Mm -hmm. You know, those sorts of things. So I think that there probably are good guys, but also they're not – it's not to say that they aren't good enough for me. It's more just I don't want that. (laughs) Also, I really hate men right now, so – yeah, I mean, that's a whole – I mean, props to you that's for the, being honest about it. That's a book that we'll get into. Yeah, that's something that you're going to have to deal with. But she did say something that was nice. She said, sometimes um, the guys with ridiculous profiles are just trying to be what they think women want them to be, which is – What, funny, dumb, and stupid? Like, no. Like, I'm an asshole? I don't know. So, guys, you don't have to do that. Just be yourselves. But what if that is themselves? 
but what she's saying is that perhaps that's not themselves. Right. I, I just know that. But you should be yourself because if you're a giant massive right. tool, we'd like to know that. But too. see, that's the thing, though, is that to me, when I look at, so when she goes into the five things people should stop doing on Tinder, most of the time it's because they're using pictures from their mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff and it's they're doing stupid shit like showing them completely smashed drunk wearing a lady's dress and they're like, look at how funny I am. Like, I like that's what you're using as a dating profile. profile? Not there. Both, I would say. I would say. But what are their t- what are five things that they say? So she says the top five things that you should stop doing on Tinder: taking a picture, a group photo, and just like leaving it as figure out who I am. I hate that oh one. Oh my god, it's so dumb. Every time when I was on there and I'd see it, and it's the first picture they choose too. Like it's different if you choose that as your last sure picture one. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't even be in their regard. They just shouldn't be. Just don't do a group photo. It's not necessary. No. We know you. Well, it's nice to know you have friends because I've been in that experience where someone didn't have friends. So I like to be a little more specific. I, I enjoy when a profile is literally just that person sure, doing whatever doing they're things. doing. I don't like it when, yeah. like, there was one picture that I came across where the guy just, like, blurred whoever girl he was with at that time, her face, because he looked good in it. And I was like, I don't care if you look good in it. Also, why would I want to see you with a bunch of other ladies? True. Just to know that you he's apparently viable. Yeah. I don't know. And same thing is, is him, a lot of pictures with him with a baby and sure. then him having to call out in there not like, this is not my baby. This mm-hmm. is actually so-and-so and so. And I'm like – But look at how good I am with kids. It's – just take a good picture of yourself. Show yourself it's hiking. It's not easy. Okay, continue. Uh, writing that you're a feminist in your bio. Fuck that. There, there was a really popular... you're pop- a heterosexual man. There's a lot of what I saw, which was feminist in the world, misogynist in the bed. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Yeah, like, No. No, 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 no. Sending a hey message or a what's up. How you doing? (laughs) Stupid. It's a really good talking point. What's up? Not much. And we're done. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fourth one was saying what you don't, saying that you don't want casual sex when you totally do. That I always hate. Or I say I hate opposite mostly when their profile is like I am looking for marriage possibilities only Hmm. and then they i mean that happened a match when i was like hey i don't want to get married i don't want children and they're like like, just wanting a relationship type thing but like challenge well and then challenge i think that that's why they curated their profile to make it seem like this is what ladies want sure i'm sure immediately they were like sweet hook up over here and i'm like no i'm not saying i wanted that yeah i didn't say that i would have said it and finally, not messaging at all. Yes, I think that's very common. Shoot your shot, folks, I guess, if you're interested. <laughs> try it out and see what happens. You just never know. Well, I think that falls into the category of a lot of men who they swipe on everybody. Yes. True. Yeah. And then whoever matches them, that's when they decide. But someone who I know right now who is hardcore dating through Tinder, they actually said that one of their problems is after they talk for a while or even in the beginning at all, then they block them. Like they unmatch or they oh. block them and stuff, and it's like, then why did you say match? Right. I mean, what it's not was like the reasoning. No reason. Absolutely none. Like it's not like this person was being like, "Fuck all Jews," or like, 
I guess, you know, all these politics. Like it was mm-hmm. literally a lot of the messages are just, hey, what's up? Cool that we matched. What kind of things do you like? And then nothing, nothing. And then she'll go back and realize they have matched. <laughs> that's weird. So I don't think it is. I think that that's more common for if that's what they're doing is they're just swiping sure. through a bunch of shit just to see who they match. And to see the hottest one that comes over. Yep. And that's the one they talk to. Probably. You know what? It doesn't necessarily mean anything because they're probably not symmetrically facially. So <laughs> I mean, this is ugly. true. I mean, who's to say who has the better copulence? Let's just be real. What I'm going to say is I just looked at the Beyonce Homecoming album cover and her face is not symmetrical and she's one of the most beautiful ladies in the universe. Yep. So there you go, people. Boom. We already did that really stupid app that mirrored our faces anyway well, and you did it was that. just creepy I was as not fuck. Doing that, so that's, <laughs> that was on you. All right. So what did you think in all? Again, we are a little too cynical for this, this, you know, it could happen possibilities sort of a thing, Mm -hmm. I think. But for people who do really have that that inkling of hope and faith within them, go for it. Try it out. Lane says that she knows lots of people who met on Tinder. And, I mean, we know people who met on Matt, no, eHarmony. eHarmony, And they're living a beautiful, happy life. And, you know, it can happen. You just have to continue to um, dip your pen in that well. I, <laughs> I was mean, like, "What do you? What do you dip your toe in that water? Dip your dip your dip your in your dip your." So, good luck. <laughs> that's out that's, there, that's folks. a t-shirt right there. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I I think also it's I'll mention again that Lane is that eternal optimist, which. I think is something to say and you can listen to our other podcast talking about our book that will go more into detail on that. Check out episode 19 next week. All right. Thank you, folks. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Battle of Podcast, Twitter, Battle of Pod. You can email us, battleofpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us some of your Tinder stories. That'd be cool. And whether or not, you know, you do the same as other people, swiping right all the time. you think that we should do too. Tinder. I can't so, even say it. Say, you're, you're like Leslie Nope when she has to talk about like Eagletonian. Just, you know, let us know if you think we should do Tinder. We could we could do Tinder as a podcast episode. Oh my god. Just swipe and see what happens. We should just make one that says Battle of Podcast and two of us in there. You know oh, that we'll we forget about it. <laughs> you know men are gonna be like, I Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> All right, we are done. (laughs) Cheers.